Hello, welcome to MySpot Talks. I'm Chetan Shah, hosting a series of podcasts for the global events industry. In this week's episode, we discussed the Dutch experiment where 500 people gathered in a series of pilot events supported by the Dutch government and field lab. And we're joined by Paul Keels from Apollo Hotels and Leonardo and Martin Schramm from IDEA, an association which supports the Dutch event community. Okay, welcome everyone. Chetan here from MySpot. Thanks for joining. Um, we are recording this session so we can put it onto our forum and have it as a podcast. If you could mute your microphone so that we can have just the presenters um, on. Uh, objective is to share best practice to recover stronger and faster. So I really appreciate the panel for being open and honest and sharing their time with us today. A um, few quick MySpot messages. V Awards is uh, early deadline is the 31st of March, which I think believe is next week. And the clocks go back. I th- I'll go forward, whichever. So more daylight next week. It's all good. Um, we've also launched just yesterday the jobs board. So if you do, ha- if you are in the fortunate position of recruiting, whether it's for Mac cover or permanent, etc., we've got a jobs board now on mustbeonit.com. So please do post any jobs you might have coming up and fingers crossed you do. Um, and next week on the 24th, our talks is with Julius Solaris, who was Event MB founder and editor and has now just joined or sold his company to Skift, pretty nice, and uh, has now just joined Swapcard. So it'd be quite interesting to chat to him about his journey. So let's get into this. Um, let's introduce the panel. Uh, we have Paul, let's, uh, could you introduce yourself, your where you're from, the company, and your role, just very top line on in terms of this particular event. Sure, thanks for having me over. Um, hello everyone, my name is Paul Gills. I'm representing Apollo and Leonardo Hotels and based in the Netherlands, representing 16 hotels out of the 210 of our entire group. And in the UK and Ireland, you might know us from the Leonardo Hotels, Nix Hotels, and also the Jewish Inn Hotels. In a nutshell, uh, myself, um, my background, fully hospitality, uh, mostly in sales, but uh, before I was in uh, operation banquets. And uh, happy to join your, your event. Thanks, Paul. And Martin. Hello, guys. Good afternoon. Good to see you. And thanks for having me as well. <laughs> Yeah, Paul. Um, uh, my name is Martin. I'm in the industry for about 25 years. Most of my career I spent on agency side. Since eight years, I'm managing director of the Dutch uh, Association for Event Agencies. Uh, furthermore, I founded uh, and I'm managing LiveCom Alliance, European Institute for Live Communication. Uh, UK Association AFCOM is also a member. Uh, in the Netherlands, I'm, but it's a more like a voluntary role. I'm some kind of chairman of the event platform. It's the, let's say, uh, uh, alliance of the various associations and organizations in the event domain in the Netherlands. And I'm uh, one of the members of a program team of field lab events running the test events, which we are going to talk about. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks for joining. Um, if you do have questions, do pop them into chat as we're going along. Um, it's a small enough group, so just do um, either interrupt, come off microphone and, and feel free to jump in. So um, I guess, Martin, let's start with you in terms of tell us about what tell us about the initiative. Where does it come from? What was it? Um, and what, yeah, who was the kind of instig- instigators of, of the program? Yeah. Yeah, well, it was uh, it was a little before summer last year, where the industry meets our uh, Andreas Fossi's uh, uh, macrobiologic, um, uh, and he's the head, the head of, of research of the project. Uh, we discussed our challenges for our our, our industry uh, in related to the COVID nineteen uh, virus, and then we were uh, connected to the, the relevant uh, departments within our government. So it was kind of a triangle industry uh, scientists and and the government and uh, uh, well in, 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 over summer uh, we were invited by the government by the by the relevant uh, minister and he and he said okay if you if you think you have a solution if you think uh, you have an approach for this huge uh, issue write a, write a plan uh, and, and and show me so we started to 
to build up this project. And in fact, it's um, funded by the government with the subsidies. And, um, and we worked for a few months up to just before Christmas. We took some months to, to write a plan and, and get it approved, basically, in a very, in a very short, a long story, very short. Okay, um, I'm gonna just come. If you, you just a little bit crackly. I don't know if it's your headphones, but if you do, you have um, hardwired headphones or anything you might be able to yeah. change to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just while they're do. doing that. Maybe I've got a question for a Paul, and then I would change my mic. Yeah, that's great. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna just come to Paul. Um, so just in the preamble, were, were you involved at all in the in the um, build up to this and getting the planning stages, or were you just did you just get involved at invite stage? Um, the last, uh, the last one, the invite stage. Uh, at some point, uh, I figured out about this uh, event going on, uh, this uh, this first pilot event, and uh, yeah, I was happy to sign up because there were only 500 people uh, that could attend, and I phoned uh, on a particular day one other sales manager from another hotel, like, "Are you joining us?" Well, and he already mentioned, like, "Paul, forget about it, it's fully sold." Uh, so I was luckily just inside uh, the the 500 people and, okay uh, yeah it was really cool to be be part and since we were 500 people uh, all from the industry um, i think the behavior with with yeah as you know how we are uh, it was slightly different than if you bring in 500 people which didn't know each other at all so um it, it yeah you see you saw people get shaking hands hugging um, we were basically asked to to pre pre pretend uh, pre-COVID yes. as much as possible. Well, let's, we'll get into the actual event in a second. So, Martin, do we have you back? Sure. Let's have a test. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, yes. Hopefully this is better. That's a little bit. Yeah, that's better. Thank you. Um, so okay. I'm really interested, actually, what's quite interesting is the government listened and actually funded this program. So do you know, I mean, for us, I'm not sure it's as good as you might have it there, but I'm just trying to understand which department is, is it a business department? Was it tourism department? How does the events industry fall into your country? Where do they see it? Well, that's a good question. We have all, we have four, uh, four, four departments in place, to be honest. So it's uh, security and health, but it's also um, uh, a cultural um, uh, and, and economic uh, affairs as well. So it's, it's, I think it's, it's honestly it's from four angles, uh, and I think we succeeded because we, as an event industry in the Netherlands, we we directly started with a with a with an open dialogue, and it was always positive and constructive. Looking back, I, I I'm I'm convinced this this was crucial for getting a, a, an approval uh, at the end for this. So we, we didn't kick <laughs> no negativity and uh, and so on. Okay, and is that, Sorry. do you think, um, is it because you, the government has always had a uh, good uh, viewpoint of the events industry and they've always recognized its contribution, or do you think it's just because um, the approach that you made and, and it still doesn't, because one of the things that we feel is that as the events industry, it's not fully understood what we do. We work across so many other levels. Um, do you have, you may not have an answer, but I'm just quite interested to know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what Paul thinking, but but I think uh, I'm not convinced they were fully aware of what we are doing in our industry before the crisis. So the the good news of the bad news is that that we succeeded in in, in on that part. You, thanks to this crisis, uh, we have the event industry. We we got them in the spotlights in uh, in the Netherlands. So and we following uh, the 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 the. Um, uh, the tone of voice and and the way we approached uh, the government, we were able to to really sit with the ministers and eventually also with the prime minister, uh, uh, person to person, face to face, and explain uh, what this industry is about. And it's not only about people losing jobs; it's not only about about entrepreneurs and companies losing business, uh, but it's also about um, the crucial role uh, the life encounter has in rebuilding communities and starting up the economy after this crisis. Uh, so, and they listened uh, and eventually they understood. Uh, also convinced by figures, obviously, 
uh, and and I think uh, maybe a little charmed by the approach, mm-hmm. and uh, and eventually we we also came up with a, with a, with a really a proper plan, uh, supported by scientists and and real known in, uh, research institutes like TNO in the Netherlands, like TU Delft, TU Eindhoven, uh, universities who obviously gave us a lot of credibility and authority as well. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's just some good background and. Um, let's let's talk about the event. So, what, when was this uh, first event, uh, Paul? Tell us tell us your journey of the first event and the invitation process, um, and then take us through to the just let's take us through to the arrival process of when you got on site. What just tell us the story? Of what happened? Right. Well, first of course, I I signed up. I was luckily to be part of the group, and then we had two days in advance. We had to do our test. We had to do our PCR test. So there were five cities uh, in the Netherlands where people could do their tests. So I went, of course, to the the one close by my house. Um, Then I got the result the day after already that I was negative. So I was able to attend the, the, uh, the event. So I went to the event location there. I had to showcase that I was negative. Then my temperature was uh, scanned by this uh, computer that I was okay, so I co- could move on. Uh, I had to disinfect the hands, etc. All the the, the policies w- which are now in place. Um, and basically, I was in. But uh, some people uh, got also on the spot. They were in a different bubble. Uh, they got this uh, um, a quick test as well. So an additional test next to the PCR test. Um, basically, my group was, I was in a, in a bubble. We had three different kind of bubbles. I was in a blue bubble and we were, yeah, as I said, we had to um, uh, pretend uh, as much pre-COVID. Um, so, yeah, basically we could uh, uh, go around without the mask, the, mouth, the face mask. Um, so I was sitting also next to another hotelier, um, but we were really next to each other. So um, that was strange different but it also felt directly uh yeah like back normal like it, it used to be and you saw people taking pictures from groups of people like like we're now going to kenya and see the elephants and making pictures of thousands of elephants people were just taking picture of the yeah of the crowd that was there um, and then we had the entire event which which had uh keynote speakers there was some music some entertainment and we had some some pauses as well, some and, and some drinks afterwards. And then um, the Saturday after the event, we had to do our second PCR test. Okay, so, hold, so I'll just pause there for a second. So let's go back sure. a bit. When you got did your PCR test, was it? Um, but did, was there an app or something? Is that how you verified that your you got the result and that's what you had to show? Yeah, actually, you had to you had to go you had to log into a, a certain uh, web page, and there you. You could see if you were tested, yeah, positive or negative. And is that a private? Is that a government health app, or was it a private company app um, that put it on? I think this was part of the the field lab that that, that they, they used this in place. This was not, uh, uh, yeah, it was just for this event. Okay. Maybe I can elaborate please. on this one. Yes. Uh, because for for uh, up to up to the events for this weekend, we have. Uh, Let's say uh, uh, the old-fashioned way, so you get a secure email. You have to pop in with a, a verification code on your SMS. And then you get your uh, downloadable PDF as a, as a as a test result. For this upcoming weekend, we have uh, so we have a series of eight pilot events in four categories. We do the due to the bad weather last weekend, we have to postpone it one week. So we'll doing the festivals, outdoor festivals this weekend. And we now do a, a double, uh, a double uh, thing. We also are going to test the government, the new government app. It's the verification digital passport, like we all, all countries in Europe is working on it. Um, so we're going to check it both. It, it works both, and we're going to check the app. Okay. Uh, and, the infor- and maybe it's good to know that uh, besides the, the the journey Paul describes, we we also. Uh, work with a communication app. It's cl- called Close App. And from the moment you you bought your ticket, we ask them to 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 scan a QR code and download this app. And from that moment on, also Paul was 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 guided through the process. In uh, and we can ask research questions and we can steer them and we can guidance uh, guide them with, for example, specific bubble information. 
it's very helpful. Okay, so the, so there's a there's an app just for the event as well as um, okay for the, for the test result. So yeah, that's that's the, that's the bad news because we have uh, we have several apps to download and several apps to work with. But again, it's a test environment, so people are willing to do so. It's not the future yeah. though; not the blueprint for the future. And there's a question: how, how quickly was the PCR results given? Or so how long? What's the wait time from when you did it to when you got the results? That was within 48 hours, but they, they were faster than that. Uh, basically, I was tested on the Saturday and on the Sunday, I already knew the results. So I knew on Monday I could go to the event. And I forgot one thing uh, to mention that we also were wearing these tags during the event. So basically, they could track and trace us like you've been speaking to to Paul, uh, 15 minutes, you were close to uh, Juicy for 10 minutes, and, and basically they tried to figure out if this was maybe causing the positive person, or yeah, basically where we're fully traced. And was that, that was, was nice. that again a medical, uh, was that a medical, was it a private company providing that um, risk, was it a wristband, did you say? Yeah, well, we were wearing those tags around our yeah, neck, yeah. Um, around your neck, okay. Keep so going. literally, yeah. so yeah. it had that close proximity, it could tell who you'd been in contact with. Correct. Yeah, but yeah. good to know that this was anonymous. Uh, we were not able to, due to privacy, GDPR uh, stuff, we we're not able to, um, at this moment, from 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 next from next pilot on, we are able to, to check and really check and trace. Because obviously it is very could be very helpful for the health institutions. Because if you're in a bubble for let's say 250 people, and Paul was the, the person who was infected, then we have to send them all home 250 people, theoretically. But if you have the the tech information, you could just pick out the whatever six, seven, eight, ten people who was uh, who Paul encountered during the event. So you can narrow it down. And I just can I ask yeah, something? Please go ahead, Dina. Um, so when you got tested before you went to the event and you, you got the results within 48 hours, were you told that you had to isolate between no. that time and then you going? No, so you no. could have caught it, for example, true. on your yes. way to the event. Exactly. Yeah. This is fully true. Yeah. Okay. So it was a risk. Yeah. Yeah. We what we see now is that the the the, the 84 hours before start of the event was the uh, it was the previous time frame uh, defined by the government. Now there's a discussion going on if it should be 24, eight, 24 hours before start of event or 84 hours end of event. So they're well, they're 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 working on it and they're squeezing it. Uh, but if you're squeezing the time frame, PCR testing is not longer possible, for example. So we are now into for the next event. We are now into uh, speed testing because uh, those are those are obviously faster. And then so you, you go. Didn't do they, any speed testing on this event, though. No, we only used it as Paul described. We only used it as a uh, as a as a productional uh, test if it's if it's working as a fallback scenario on, on the on the spot during the event. So, for for example, um, uh, VIP or uh, for a major or uh, some some people for the government who is last minute squeezed into the program. And then they had not the time to do the PCR testing. Uh, they were able to do uh, the speed test on the on the spot. Yeah. So, well, didn't you say that one of the bubbles was also you had to do a mandatory lateral flow test? Yeah, correct. It was the, the green bubble, as Paul described. And uh, what we do is with all the uh, test events, we had one out of ten people is uh, randomly speed tested as well and the, the you, lucky ones <laughs> Not a test. Then, interestingly out of that bubble was anyone did anyone catch it between the pcr and the lateral flow do we know no nobody did no okay. no up to, up, to, up to now so we we did six events a few hundreds of uh, speed tests we have no positive results on the on the spot on the on the venue we have obviously about 1.6 percent positive indexes before the event. So we, and that's the good news. In fact, we, we now up to now have 41 people who we got out of the society, if you would say, who are uh, asymptomatic. So they didn't know they were sick. 
but but they were positive, so they were not, obviously not allowed to come to the event, and obviously they're all iso also isolated from uh, from society in in general in general life uh, because they get they get, they have COVID. Yeah. Okay, so let's um, um, let's let's just keep it up to the point of arrival. Has anyone else got any other questions about invitation testing? Uh, app instructions, anything like that. Anyone else want to come off mute and ask uh, ask any questions? Sorry, I've always it's always me, isn't it, Chetta? Please, I, I love it. <laughs> um, did you have? Did they have to sign their lives away? I mean, is it were there their kind of like insurances involved? Were there? I mean, a lot of these reasons why I'm asking this is that we are putting on a festival uh, in July. And we are in flux at the moment as to, we've got health and safety people involved, et cetera, but we're just in flux at the moment is about how much we, you know, should we be saying that they have to have a vaccination, for example, because here it's a UK event. So it's likely that most people will be vaccinated. Should they have a passport to be able to attend? Um, if they do catch COVID while at the event on our premises, does that make us responsible? Um, it, there's, there's all of those kind of questions. So did they have to sign something before they went to say, we are expecting, we are taking responsibility for ourselves when at this event? Well, um, I think we had to sign a lot, <laughs> um, a lot of uh, small uh, letters, but I honestly, I didn't uh, read them carefully, but I don't think you will be responsible. I don't think they can, you you are responsible. No, I don't think so, but. No. no it's good that Paul to... recalls that, that he, it's good that Paul recalls that he signed a few things. <laughs> uh, honestly, we, we, we agree. We think people don't read. And normally if you book something funny or something fun or, or, or something you want to do or have, you easily skip uh, conditions and tick at the box and, and go on. Uh, but nevertheless, on for this for this test events, it was quite a list, obviously, and um, uh, and you have to well to approve in ticking boxes. I think at least twice, uh, and we are indeed on the on the on the position that we are not responsible responsible as our organization. Uh, we do our utmost best to create a environment as safe as possible. Uh, yeah, and, and, and for the rest, it's up to the attendees or, or people attending events. And if you, if you, because if, you, as you mentioned, uh, Dina, as we as we, we are now looking back at the test results after the event, uh, like Paul describes, uh, all attendees uh, are tested or asked to do a, a day, uh, uh, another test on day five after the event. It's up to 75, between 75 and 85% of the people who are doing this. And obviously we see some positive cases after the event. And we try to narrow them down is, okay, where, they, where do they come from? And were they infectious during the event? Hopefully not. Or were they infect, infected during the event? Also hopefully not. And what we see now is that there are still a lot of people, uh, well, in numbers a few, but from my perspective, a lot who do the pretest on uh, 84 hours before the event and, and, and going to private parties with friends and drinking before the, be, be between the pretest and the event. We think it's crazy, not responsible, you should not do it. But nevertheless, you see people well, do, do so. And it's the same is uh, after the event. And people are going to supermarkets and going to well work or school or whatever. So you're in normal life, you have a lot of encounters. Still, you have a lot of encounters. Also, it's uh, limited now, and uh, and there are some measures. Um, I understand the the I understand the the questions, and vaccination is still not, I think it's not recognised yet as the only solution, and that's that's the same. We, if we, I I got frequently the question, okay, do you think as a field lab uh, with the test results and the set of measures, because our goal is to create a set of measures in order to open up with higher capacity aiming for full capacity. Is this the only way? Because there are uh, testing, there are testing, we get, we, we get into a test society and there is a vaccine. And what we see now is it's all coming, all, coming, all three comes together now. Yes, we have a vaccination probably within 60 or 70% somewhere around summer, depending on where you are and when you live. But they are not convinced that it's only a vaccination is our, our gateway to 
open up everything and everything is safe. So it will be probably it will be a combination. Yeah, combination of measures. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the the bubbles that you when you arrived you were put into a bubble. Uh, Paul, you mentioned that your bubble was almost to act normally. Was that prescribed to act normally so they could see how, you know, they could basically treat you like <laughs> field mice and see what happens? Is that was is that right, or yeah. was that just how you were? No, no, this was basically uh, in some parts of the, the meeting room, uh, uh, people had to wear the mask. In, in the part that I was sitting, uh, we didn't have to wear the mask. There, and yeah, so we had to uh, pretend as much pre-COVID. Um, I saw the question going on, like how many were we in the bubble? So uh, if I'm right, uh, Martin, correct me if I'm wrong. We, we were three colors, uh, so around 150 per bubble. And we were not able to mix. And this is also yeah, important to know. So I was not able to see people from the, I was in the blue bubble. I was not able to see people from the yellow bubble. So we all had our own uh, F&B stations. Um, the F&B stations were completely like it, it was before. So it was self-service in this, in this case. So there was no um, F&B in plastic or it was basically just open as, as we are normally used to. To have it um yeah and so and um that's quite interesting isn't it just having a normal fmb station so what are the results oh actually let's not let's not go to the results yet so when when was this first pilot was it about f how many weeks ago this was on the 15th of february so okay yeah okay and um in terms of th things like so just talk us through you had the different entrances for each bubble. You did Correct. sit next to each other. Some some bubbles had masks, some didn't. Um, lunch, what, what were the other lunch situations in terms of, so you had a normal buffet. What, what did other people have? The other um, bubbles? I think the same, Martin. I haven't even seen it because we yeah. were not able to, to, to mingle. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good to know that uh, that we're, we're, we're um, every test event is uh, looked into from two sides. One is the safety the safe the safe environment uh, and, and and bubbles could help and the other one is the research part so what paul addresses is that um, it's crucial that the persons in the various bubbles are not mixing due to the fact they are tagged and we don't want to mess up the the results of the data uh, so therefore that was very that was very crucial uh, so they have their own entrance their own sanitary facilities uh, and also could be F&B uh, facilities. Um, for example, the theater show we did the week after, we tried to uh, F&B concept. So one of the, the half of the audience was able to go to the bar for uh, a drink in, in, during the break and the other half had a, a box uh, on the chair. Uh, and during the football matches, we did the regular uh, uh, bars at the football stadium, but there was also uh, uh, catering on the spot, so delivered to the people on the uh, on the on the at the seatings, let's say. So we are also exploring. Okay, what what is influencing the 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 jure, the jure and number of contacts uh, connected to catering concepts? Could it help to do another uh, catering in another way? Could it be more safe, or or is it less safe? And that's what. What interests us now, obviously, uh, the most is uh, it's looking into the data. We started this week with analyzing the data, uh, and we are aiming for a sneak preview on Saturday to our minister. So, so if uh, you could share, I don't know if you're able to share anything, but what do you think was the most risky route to this event for a person, and what do you think is the safest kind of makeup for a person to attend this event? Well, honestly, as an event professional, I would say we are all pre-tested, we're all negative, so go for it. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that's obviously the road that we would like to walk because uh, why should we limit our, uh, why should we limit it? But in the heads of health institutions and uh, people who are advising the government in the road we have to uh, uh, go into reopening, it has to be, it's very delicate and we have to take it step by step in very small steps. So I think my perception is, and what we see now is that a, 
um, uh, obviously the 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 um, the time slots on arrival, the various bubbles, their own entrances, and so on helps because you get you the groups are smaller. Uh, it's for if someone is infected, it's easier to track them down. Uh, so that kind of stuff helps. But at the other hand, bubbles is also, and it's a, it's a difficult discussion now. It's also kind of a tricky topic because, for example, uh, Dina uh, mentioned the festival. We have we do two festivals this week with fifteen fifteen hundred thousand five hundred people. Uh, it's not possible to create bubbles. Because a festival is a festival, you let them in and they go all over the place. We cannot put them behind fences or whatever. So we have no bubbles this weekend. So it's kind of exciting to see what's happening with the statistics. Uh, the only thing we do is we, we have time slots on arrival to 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 create the most safe setting on arrival. But for the rest, it's, uh, it's, it's um, we, we have to see. And obviously, uh, the masks are in place. Uh, so we can create, we can think of uh some measures who creates a more safe environment but we are somehow already convinced that in the way we do events it's it's very safe and we are now that's in, that's interesting we there is a new model in place uh, defined by the university of uh, of delft uh, a risk model and what we are doing is comparing for example going to a supermarket or going to a restaurant stay at home of, or as visitors at home, compare this to events like we're doing it now. Now it becomes interesting because now we can convince them, okay, for example, if we can show them and prove them that an event with a set of measures is more safe yeah. than having having visitors at home in your home situation, then we rest our case. Yeah. Then, we, then we have the claim ready to, okay, so, so you should open up. Yeah. And hopefully they listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> So, so with the yeah. festival, the, the key measures you've got is st staggered start times, no bubbles, but wearing masks throughout or? Yeah, or, unfortunately, you know, yes. <laughs> apart from if you're eating or drinking. Yeah, so probably, were, and we saw that during the dance event because we had a one and a half week ago with the dance event at the Ziggo Dome in Amsterdam. And it was a really an epic evening. Uh, um, uh, people were totally how do you say it in English? Totally crazy. It was a really amazing, amazing party. Amazing vibes also. And what you saw is that there we had two bubbles, uh, stage left, stage right, and they were asked to wear the masks, uh, but no one did. Hmm. And if you if you ask, we we agreed on we go, we're gonna not we're gonna not punish them and we're gonna not steer it on. We we asked them politely and, and we we uh, we communicate it in the app and then we we it's also research. We see what's happening. Yes. And they all said, "No, we're drinking," and they were always <laughs> drinking. Every <laughs> okay. It's yeah, not an activity. If, if you go to a theater show or to a conference, it feels I don't know. It feels a bit, bit more logical or comfortable to wear a mask, but in, during a dance event, no. Yeah. People don't do. Mm. Jane, go ahead. No, I just had a question. Um, when people were having to wear masks in, in any of the other test environments, did did you have any kind of security people that would go around and gently ask people to to keep the distance or anything? Or is that like you've just said in the last bit, is you just put it in the literature and left it to them? Oh, that's a good question. The, the event poll attendant, we, we, we left it to the people. We just thought, okay, let's see what's happening. We have not only the text, but we have also a video, uh, video cameras uh, analyzing the audience, uh, anonymous as well. But and we sit, I saw already some interesting pictures with, and they can pinpoint people with mask and without, and then you can make percentage of it. So uh, analyzing as well, uh, but, because, but, but based on the very, a cozy uh, uh, atmosphere Paul described during, because they were all industry people, so they were indeed hugging and all over the place. So we were a little bit worried about the statistics. So uh, uh, onward to, to the theater show the week after, we, 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 we more, let, let's say we, more, uh, we were more directive in, okay guys, this is an experiment. This is a test environment. Please, you're in bubble this or that, do this or that. So we ask them quite, uh, we ask them polite, but we, we really make a point out of it. 
uh, and during the dance event, for example, or during the concert, uh, as I mentioned, we 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 also mentioned it at the start of the show. But again, it's in a, oh. an audience who does just don't, doesn't listen to their own thing. But it's also interesting to see. Okay, does 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 is is asking helping or not? Yeah. What's the behavior of the people? Can I invite any more questions about um, the actual events, whether it's the the one, the main one, the the, the bubbles or the festivals? Any other questions about on-site people behavior, communications, technology, anything like that? Anyone want to ask? The I'm just interested about this um, tag, this lanyard or whatever it is that people were wearing. Um, mm -hmm. Was that a private company that was doing? Was it Nearfield kind of? Whatever that NFT technology is, was it something like that? Is it a private company that was providing yeah. it? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a good question because there are a lot of wearables in the market, and we somehow we found a, 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 an agency who, who who helped us out to find our way in the jungle of wearables, and we ended up with a German uh, um, uh, company, Kinexon. Who uh, originally developed this kind of technology for 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 sporters for the sport industry a few years ago, and during the uh, crisis they adapted this tech mm -hmm. uh, more or less for comp uh, how do you say um, office uh, office employees. Okay. Uh, and it's and it's it, and it's it was totally focusing on social distancing. So with a LED li uh, light and and a buzzing function and a sound. If you're too close to your colleague, you're, it's, it's going to buzz or it's going to, you know, and you can uh, track and trace uh, in case of, uh, of, of an infection. So it's we're very functional. But uh, the important thing for us was we, are, we don't want social distancing. We want to get rid of social distancing. Uh, but the, technic, the techniques behind it were very usable for, um, for visitor dy dynamics because um, we uh, we got the impression also by the government that if if we say okay we're going to do thousand people in a theater for a conference they say yeah but they're going to be infected all thousand before the end of the, uh, the conference and obviously we think no that's not true uh, but there was no proof at all so that's why the visitor dynamics is is a really crucial part of our survey of our research um, and 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 that we invested also usually in this text and also in that um, uh, video uh, video analyzed part uh, and we now as I mentioned we hope to see that the number of close contacts is quite limited during that kind of uh, type of events and it's an ultra wideband uh, tag by the way. If you're able to put, if you don't know the name now, if you're able to pop that in the chat or mm. email me after, I'd, um, it'd be great to post yeah, it in case yeah. it's a solution maybe for, for the festival Dean has got coming up. Uh, Paul, what about um, uh, psychologically? How did you feel after so long being in there? Obviously, you're in the events industry, so that, you know, our, our makeup is slightly different, but, you know, thinking about psychology and getting people back, even if you're invited to a festival, are you going to feel nervous? How did you feel? Well, nervous, yes, a little, curious, like how it was going. Um, but you already noticed, like you see so many of your industry mates. Uh, um, yeah, it feels so comfortable as well. And yeah, well, I knew I was negative tested and I, yeah, I was really looking forward to attend this event. And I, I noticed that everybody was really ready to, to meet each other again and think of being home and behind the computer all day. Um, so I felt really, really, yeah, easygoing. Um, but I, as I mentioned, I saw some people really hugging, kissing, etc. This was for me a little bit too much, too directly much. <laughs> too much to do this. Um, see, since I haven't shaked the hand of my father for yeah for even a year, uh, I, I felt like okay, I'm okay with the elbow bounce. Uh, that's fine with me. Um, but yeah, I saw yeah, people <laughs> shaking hands, etc. Everything. But it, yeah, it felt good. It really felt good. And I'm happy to be part of it and had to, to have this experience. Definitely. Interesting. I've got another question, sorry. Please, go ahead. Or two, actually. They just keep coming. I guess from uh, what Paul just said, it'd be interesting to see if, did you notice anybody on site that was really kind of like, stay out of my area, hold on a minute, back off. 
if anybody was really nervous and then to Martin did you um, have to do any additional venue research so things like we hear a lot about the air filtration and, and things like that so did you tick off any of those boxes? Um, regarding no I didn't see any people uh, staying away from me I didn't see uh, this happening um, I think when people see the first handshakes and huggings people felt directly like oh we we can do it again and we are in in a comfortable area so uh, as I, as i mentioned also before like if you bring in 500 people who don't know each other at all i'm pretty sure you will see this behavior um since we are all from the industry it feels like yeah this warm bath you you're in um so i think it it depends on the uh, yeah the occasion yeah honestly to to uh um, we honestly we did not encourage the hugging part, <laughs> honestly. But uh, 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 but but never nevertheless they they did. And and what 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 we saw also during the other events was there were quite a lot of people who were just there's a lot of respect in general for people. The, the one does the hug, the other one does the hand, the other one that doesn't don't really want their space. It's all good, and people are quite well. We are used to it, <laughs> uh, so. Um, so uh, it worked quite good, and I think the, the the conference Paul attended was the first one. So that was also uh, kind of a unique uh, uh, moment, and 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 due to the fact that it was the first one, it was also in the indeed it was all professionals among each other, uh, and we are, and we are quite known for being well, quite cozy and familiar during events. <laughs> so uh, that that was proven again. Um, and uh, Jane, to your to your question to me, uh, uh, yes, obviously we as as field lab events we defined eight building blocks uh, from research perspective perspective, and obviously air quality, for example, is is one of it. So when we choose the venues, um, we uh, we knew that the theater was quite it was recently tested and uh, state of the art stuff on on air circulation and so on but we also as we asked the university of delft to define a risk model we asked uh, an, an engineering agency or company how do you call it uh, specialized in this area to um, define a model for air quality and the the factors who can influence it during events so it's finalized just before the first event, and now we we every event is measured. So the whole area, the whole venue is filled up with all sensors, because we will also want to see uh, what is happening if a thousand people are cheering or clapping or attending a conference or a theater show or a dance event. What's happening with the air quality, and how are the levels increasing on on, on CO2 or whatever? Uh, so it's an interesting and it's an, a crucial factor in the in the in the risk model again because everything is uh, imported in that model so what uh, what what's the influence of wearing a mask what's the influence of uh of testing what's the influence of um um air quality and so on so yes it's uh it's in it's it's involved um, Dan, just asking about. So you said you mentioned the results of this is going to come out on Saturday. Is that right? Well, it's it's, it's a sneak sneak peek. Uh, we have no real results, uh, no final results ready. What we what I mentioned, we have we divided because the, the event industry is is, is a wide uh, is a wide industry, and uh, we de we defined uh, four categories. So one is indoor passive, like a conference or uh, or, or a theater show. Two is um, uh, indoor active like a concert or a dance event three is outdoor active like football matches or sport matches and four is festivals three out of four we we did now and obviously we do uh, so two events per type per category and, ev and, and, and every time we uh, finish the type we start analyzing the, the data of that type of event and obviously we want to combine all, all categories uh, in order to see if we can make some cross findings and connect co connect the data to each other, um, and so what we did now is we have the, the first data of the first type, so the conference uh, poll attendant, 
and we are working on the data uh, for now. So we have no final results yet, but for example, the, the visitor dynamics, so how many people do you have close contact with is a very interesting figure. And we're working on that, checking data, if it's correct what they say now, and we are trying to benchmark it with the other activities in normal life, what I explained before. And we hope to show them that um, events with the set of measures we gonna advise is is as safe as staying at home, uh, and even more safe uh, when you go out to a restaurant or have visitors that could be that are really uh, how do you say um, tangible arguments. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. Um... We've got a few minutes left, so if anyone else has got some questions, please do ask, come off mute and just ask them. Um, it's me again. Um, when, um, uh, when you did the different things to be able to improve the air quality, um, I mean, other than opening doors and windows, was there anything else that, what, what actions did you take to try and improve the air quality? No, we did not improve air quality because we are in a venue and 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 uh, well the quality in the venue is like the quality how it is in the venue we up to now we use two venues are quite state-of-the-art as a modern venue so they're 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 well equipped obviously there are worries uh, in the industry on especially on venue side if you look into historic venues or industrial venues they're quite worried about okay because because for now in the Netherlands the, um, the the directive or the guidelines are quite general. It's like a, a Baubesluit, Bau. Uh, it's built. It's building regulations who are applied, and it's quite general and it's quite. It's not that specific. Um, and there is still a lot, a lot unknown on this, on this, on this topic. Um, so for now, we what we did is we 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 take the general regulations who is uh, who, who is um um the general regulations ap applying now uh, by the government and uh, and the health institutions and we see and we go and we measure okay what what audience and what type of events and what number of audience is doing with this with the numbers so that's what we're measuring now so we're not improving yet we're just analyzing what's happening okay and we are, and uh, we we just get a, a go ahead yesterday for another event. We're doing a, a national football or an international football match. International, it's uh, Netherlands, uh, Latvia, with yeah. five five thousand spectators in uh, in Amsterdam. Yes, and one of the bubbles, and we are we are going to work with bubbles of thousand people per bubble, and one of the bubbles is totally. Um, uh, uh, used for an aerosol uh, research uh, project, and they're gonna see okay, uh, what what is what is what are trips and aerosols doing uh, by cheering uh, football audience, supporting audience. So that's an an, an an interesting one and an important one also. Have you had any um, other European interest as to your research findings and how they might? open up their event industry have you have there been dialogue yeah. with the uk for example yeah yeah i'm in dialogue with the uk uh, out of interest, in, which, which body uh let me check i was prepared obviously but not good enough uh it's, um, or it's, let me check uh it's um it's uh the uk live music events meeting Who's doing a pilot, and it's Liverpool. Some some project from Liverpool. Is this one of I'm the tested ones? Does anyone know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, supposedly, because I I, I I I was reading about the project in 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 the UK. So uh, yes, uh, uh, Barcelona, obviously, uh, Germany, and uh, and I'm inv invited to uh, also because of my role in Livecom Alliance, uh, all, uh, already connected to twelve countries around Europe. So they're they're checking in obviously for these kind of calls to to hear about the project and and they want to to receive the press kits. We have quite an extensive document with some background information. So in case you're interested, let me know. Yeah, please. Be, I'll English, drop so you. An, yeah, I'll drop no. you a, a note. And it'd be great to get 
A, anything you've got, and B, as soon as results and data comes out, anything you have, that would be really useful. Yeah, um, it, it will be shared with the world. So uh, obviously, yes. <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, any other final question? I know Alessandra has asked about the food, but uh, that was a straightforward buffet. Um, so no, nothing too dynamic or special there. Um, yeah, that was during the conference, but as I explained, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, during during the conference, it was uh, like traditional uh, setting, as, as Paul described. But again, as I, as I mentioned, uh, during the football matches and also during the theater show uh, and the other events, we're, we're also trying other concepts. Mm -hmm. And for example, the the football match was uh, the football. Uh, uh, yeah, one of the football uh, test events was they were testing during the social distancing period. Then when they could open up for 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 tiny audiences, they were they started to check out with catering on the uh, on the spot, and they were so positive about it, and sell sell so good that they are going uh, going to keep that catering concept in the in the, in that in that football stadium, for example. Okay. Yeah. Great. That's um, interesting to see. Paul Hutton, go ahead. Yeah. Hi, Martin. The festival that you've got coming up, will you have multiple different food and beverage outlets where people can get food, or is it one, one or two suppliers? No, I wasn't on the on the on the festival area last week. It, it's 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 a festival area like you know it. So it's. Uh, we have one huge main stage and one stage two, and then there are some various uh, food outlets uh, around it. So it's it's not it's not huge, but it, I think it's about I don't know uh, six or eight F and B outlets in total. Various uh, items. Yeah. If you want me to come along, I'm happy to travel. Actually, I'm not allowed to travel. What am I talking about? <laughs> I think I think it will be difficult. <laughs> uh, wishful thinking. Well, let me. Yes, I know. Any final <laughs> questions at all? Thanks so much for sharing that expertise, um, both Martin and Paul. Really appreciate you coming on. Um, we love to have more information as and when you get it, and maybe get you back um, to kind of uh, look through that research. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for joining. Um, I will, yeah, see you next week, you. Uh, the 24th. We've got. Um, the interview with Julius Solaris from Sopcard, uh, previous wow. event manager, event manager's blog owner, and yeah. sold to Skift. So yeah, thanks everyone for joining. Thanks Have for your time. Thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks, thanks, thanks much. Thanks for having us. Good Bye. to see you. Okay. Bye -bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. We really hope you enjoyed those talks, and if so, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. To see what the next discussions are, please go to mustburnit.com and click on Talks in the menu bar contact MiceBook, please email us at info at or follow us on Instagram and Twitter.